This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's another new time, another new day. It's betting weekly game bet match. It's Monday this week because. Because of the schedule, it's still in the Asian Spring, so apologises. Uh, so apologises. Apologise if you have been waiting for us on the Tuesday. No show tomorrow, but anyway, making up the the days. It's Monday, and I'm delighted to say joining me, looking ahead to the round of sixteen matches over in Shanghai, is our senior ASB Tour handicapper. It's Sean Calvert. Sean, a uh, different day today, but same old thing. We're betting winners. That's what we're doing here. We're, we're cashing tickets. How are you, mate? Things we're are looking good. To. We're trying to. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's been a good Asian Swing, hasn't it so far? Um, yeah, all, all good here, mate. It's it's another extremely sunny very very late summer day here so it's um it's beautiful and there's some good tennis so you know it's all good i've had to put the blind down because the sun is blinded in to my face and it's it sort of it bounces off my head and then bounces off the tv but i look less orange today i've changed the camera yeah. back to the normal one look that's a, bit a lot less better orange. that's a lot better i think there's something wrong with that camera it was the focus wasn't right either i couldn't read what it says on the on the back behind you there whereas now I can read that perfectly. So there's, there's something going on there. Dad keep cashing those tickets. It well, does, but I, I knew it said that, but I couldn't read it on the previous camera because it was all blurry. Yeah, I, know. I don't know who sent that to me, but anyway, I got it through the post from someone. But uh, anyway, um, we're looking at some matches. Talking about profit, up to 19.83 points now. Uh, we went for a little bit of a lull during Wimbledon yeah. to the period like that. It, going into the US Open and now running for profit. I, I would rather, to be honest with you, I would, I would rather have the profitable times during the biggest tournaments because that's obviously when when most people are interested in tennis but unfortunately the way i bet and the way a lot of people bet it doesn't it doesn't really lend itself as well to grand slams as it does to parts of the tour like the asian swing unfortunately but you know it, it, we've always said haven't we you know it's it's a long game you can't just drop in for a few weeks and hope for a massive profit and you know like that it just it just it's accumulation of steady steady wins over what a period of almost 2 years that we've been doing this now Exactly. So 19.83, and that equates to just under 5%. And I've said all along, if you make 5% betting on the year, that is a decent figure. And that is the target through now. And even better, that's the target from now, the minimum target we want to succeed here. And even better as we go into the final few weeks of the tennis season. Um, we are going to talk about the four matches we know in round 16 of Shanghai. It's the ATP Tour 1000 event. It's the penultimate ATP Tour 1000 event. We have Paris is the final one a little bit later on this month. Uh, but before we go into this match, Sean, um, these matches, the weather conditions, um, we've seen a lot of tournaments, a lot of the tournaments today uh, affected, and yesterday as well, affected by the rain. There's been a lot of rain. There's a typhoon that's hit China. Um, I don't know if it's going to come into, into Hong Kong, sorry. I don't know if that's going to come into China. Um, looking at the results today, though, um, it, didn't really seem to favour the big hitters. We've said that uh, it's a tournament that we would expect to be one of the fastest of the year. Uh, Diego Schwartzman beat Taylor Fritz. Admittedly, probably a, a disinterested Taylor Fritz, but uh, Schwartzman did the business there in a, in a tiebreak, which you would have... Yeah, thought, I watched that match. It's you, great match. You, you would have thought Fritz would have won a tiebreak there. And the conditions really... I mean, there's a lot of clay quarters coming through here. So 
is it is it a little bit slower than we expected as it got slower as the week's gone on? Because yesterday, if we went for the big hitters and the power hitters, we would have actually lost money. I think it's important to, to look at where these matches are being played because not all these courts are the same by any means. The stadium court is definitely quite clearly slower to me from the naked eye. Just looking at the CPIs, um, show court three, which to me looks quick, was clocked at uh, 43.2 and 43.1 on different days. CPI being court pace index, the, the higher the number, the quicker it is. Uh, stadium court down to 38.9 and 38.4. And 40.3. So that court is clearly slower. For me, the outside courts played quicker, which is why I think we had success earlier in the tournament because a lot of those matches were played on the outside courts. Now, looking at tomorrow's schedule, they're all played on this stadium court. So it's going to be slower. Um, the balls as well, the players are complaining about these Wilson One boards, not the Wilson US Open boards. They're using Wilson One, which are kind of a, a bog standard tour ball. But a lot of the players saying they're fluffing up really quickly. So the new balls, it's okay. I think the courts themselves are a reasonable pace, but once these balls fluff up after sort of two, two maybe three games, it becomes much, much harder to hit winners. And, and you get the situation where Schwartzman today was playing on the, the main court kind of late on, late afternoon, evening. It's also not been hot as it at all. It's been sort of 24, 25, no real sun bake in these courts. So it's not as hot as we'd hoped for, but I think the reason we did as well as we did in the early stages was because, as I said, the matches were played on the outside courts, which which were quicker. If you look historically at Shanghai, um, it's been sort of 44, 45 CPIs. And this this stadium court now, 38, 39. Medvedev even likened it to Indian Wells, which <laughs> I think he's exaggerated. He does tend to exaggerate a bit, Medvedev, but it, it's definitely not as quick as, as Shanghai has gone by, certainly on the stadium court anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of um, people who are suited, players suited by the slower conditions. And unfortunately, one of, one of our picks, Herbert Hercash, is through to the last 16, a big price. You want it quicker for him. So we're going to come on to his match in a little while. Uh, Ugo Ember and our, our other pick at 80 to 1 is in action a little bit later on today, a little prior, before, after we've recorded here. He's playing Stefano Sitsipas. So hopefully, we can get two players through to the last 16 here over in Shanghai. But let's look at the matches. And the first match we're going to talk about is Casper Ruda against Fabian. Marazan. Now, Marazan is a player that not many people would have heard of, but he he shocked uh, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, didn't he, on the clay court swing when he was, a, he was probably the biggest underdog of the year that's actually gone in against mm -hmm. Carlos Alcaraz. He's won that. Um, he's obviously got talent. He's, he's playing exceptionally well. He's won three matches here against three decent opponents. He's beat Rindanek, he's beat Alex Dimnois, he's beat Laovic. Uh, Kasper Ruud has come through against Nishioka and Eubanks, probably a tired Eubanks here. Uh, and Kasper Ruud is the favourite, minus 360. It's all about the conditions here. Both of them like it slower. Uh, Kasper Ruud is minus 360. Fabian Marazan is plus 270. The spread is three and a half. Ruud is minus 130, minus three and a half. And the total here is 22 and a half. Uh, Kasper Ruud is the eighth seed uh, this in this tournament. He's, he's Hardcourt record this year isn't great. It's 11 and 10. Marazan actually has a better hardcourt record, but he hasn't played the opponents that Casper had in the tournaments he has. And he's a lot lower in the rankings. He's 91. Um, it's all about the conditions for me here with Casper Root. Um, what do you think about this match? Well, it's, it's the first match of the day. So it's, in theory, it should be the quickest conditions, but it's on that stadium court. All the matches now, I think, are going to be the singles matches are going to be on the stadium court. So for me, that's a, a negative for big hitters. This is about as good conditions as Marajan is going to get first up um, in the in the warmth of the day, so to speak. Um, he looks like he's relishing the big stage, doesn't he, Marajan? You know, he's taken down 
Alcaraz um, at Rome, uh, you know, this isn't a guy that shies away from things. I think the really impressive thing f- for me from him this week was beating Dominor. I mean, Rinder Kinesh, yeah, you could possibly see that. Lajevic, I fancied him to beat Lajevic. Um, Lajevic never does well against really tall players that can kind of get on top of his kick serve and you can outpower him on sort of reasonable pace court. So that's not major surprise there. But Dimin- beating Dominor for me is in straight sets is is impressive for, for Marijan. Has Kasper Ruud done a lot this this tournament? Well, not really. He beat an extremely jaded looking Nishioka who was competitive for the first sort of 10 games. And then once he'd lost the break, kind of fell away, got bageled in the end. And Eubanks, I don't think was fit either. He had medical timeout for back problems um, in his previous match. So rude so far. He's done what he's had to do. Um, if we look at the stats of both these two in this tournament so far, they both held serve an awful lot. Rude 94% of the time, Marijan 93% of the time. So in a first-time matchup, you know, Rude won't have seen Marijan play too often, I wouldn't have thought. Um, it might take him a little while to figure things out, Casper Rude. I feel like Rude will probably get it done eventually because I think the conditions are, are sort of going towards him now. Now that I've said the you know the stadium court is is a little slower than I'd hoped it would be. Um, just to lean here, I, I feel like over ten and a half games at three point one five plus two one five of Bet Rivers is is a possible option here. Um, on the basis that Marijan he does have those big weapons, he can keep Rude at bay. Um, might take him a while to work it out. So that would be that would be the lean for me here. Uh, another incentive for Casper Rudy is currently tenth in the race for Turin. The end of season tournament, the ATP Tour, when a top eight players with the most ranking points play in the big money tournament there, he's currently 10th. Uh, a win here will take him up probably to ninth. He'll go ahead of Taylor yeah, Fritz. Fritz lost, didn't he? So, yeah. yeah, so he'll be just behind Holger Rune, who is uh, obviously got a huge injury concern as well. So there is incentive for him for that, yeah. uh, which which is something that I always like looking at this part of the season, something I've mentioned in the last couple of weeks, but a minus 360, would I bet him I don't. I, look, I do like your play though, Sean, on the games. I think the game six potentially could be long. Um, and if you look at Rude's uh, record in this tournament so far this week, he's played a all in, he, he's he actually played quite a lot of um, tough matches, isn't he? I mean, he's come back from defeat. He, he's, he's been sort of, Struggling, actually, no, I'm not. not I'm looking at somebody else here completely. Sorry, he's won in both these straight sets, but I was looking at his matches yeah, in against, Beijing. I was looking at his matches in Beijing yes. where he beat Echeverry. I thought that was this I, week. So, I don't uh, think he was fit in Beijing. I know he was coughing a lot, and Echeverry should have beat him. Kind of choked it away, Echeverry. So, um, yeah, I'm never really sold on Casper Rude in sort of medium quick conditions. You know, he might well end up making the final this tournament, but I think it'd be more like more by default because other players have, have failed, like Medvedev, etc. So, um, he'll probably win it, but I'm not. I certainly wouldn't bet him at that price. Is that an official pick or is that a lean? No, it's just a lean for the uh, set one over ten and a half games. Um, three point one five at Bet Rivers. Yeah, set one over ten and a half games. I quite like the over twenty two and a half games in the match at even money as well, which is sort of it's very similar to Sean's way of thinking on how the whole Casper uh, Rude against Fabian Marazan match will go. That match starts at twelve thirty a.m. Eastern time, which is the first match on court. Bet Rivers currently have thirty five different markets available on the website, which you can get now. And these matches are on the early hours of Tuesday morning. So this will go live sometime on Monday afternoon, and you'll have a few hours to get across to BetRivers' website. You Remember, you can place your bet there, and you can watch the match live stream on your tablet, your mobile phone, 
or whatever device you want to uh, to play on your laptop. Um, next match we're going to talk about is the 1.50 a.m. match Eastern time. Francisco Serendula up against Sebastian Corda. Sebastian Corda is a very, very heavy favourite to win this match. He's minus 2.15. Uh, Serendula, is, I've moved it up from the graphic a little bit, but he's plus 170, Francisco Serendula. The spread here is 3.5. Serendula minus 136, and the total is pitched at 22.5. I've come a, lot, a little bit off-piece from, uh, from the graphic to keep you on your toes there. I've had Serendula, to scroll down here. Good. A yeah, few inches. Yeah. Serendulu is the number 20 seed. He's he's a higher ranking than uh, Sebastian Corda, who's 26. Um, you know, and, and I think the market's a little bit disrespectful for uh, Serendulu here, considering he's come through this tournament in great form. Some great wins. Davidovich, Fikina, McDonald, Fuksovich. And Corda obviously has had that big, big ring win against Medvedev, uh, which we out of sorts Medvedev. But we've seen so many times on tennis when you have that big win. The following match, you you hit hit a fall here. Um, I I think Sebastian Corda. I know he's not been our friend on his podcast, but minus two fifteen, that certainly isn't anything that I would like to touch. No, he's not. He's not consistent, is he, Corda? That's that's the problem. We 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 know we can produce this tennis. You know, I've I've said it all along. Um, beat Medvedev, yeah. It wouldn't be any surprise at all if he came and lost to Francisco Serendola here for me. It would be no surprise whatsoever. Um, it would be kind of ironic given the amount of times we've backed Corda that. If he made the final here of a Masters 1000, that would be kind of annoying. Um, and, he, you know, he does have the ability to do that, but equally he could lose in straight sets to Serendolo. Um, I think Serendolo, these two are quite flaky, aren't they? It's, it's difficult to to really have confidence in either of these two. Corda, he tends to kind of cruise quite serenely through tor- through tournaments when he's playing well. Then he gets to a match where he's not playing well and he he's not really capable of kind of battling away and, and winning ugly. For me, he tends to win matches when he is playing well. I'm yet to see him really, really struggle through one where he's not finding his tennis and he's just having to sort of do the basics and just end up nicking it ugly. That's that's not him, or it hasn't been so far. And that's perhaps one reason why he hasn't done as well as he, he perhaps should have done in the in the bigger tournaments. Um, looking at the stats, I can kind of see why it's priced as it is. 2023 stats away from clay, so the quicker services. Not much in it in the win rate, actually. Serendolo, 68%. Quarter 70%. Service points won and return points won titles. Serendolo 101, which is pretty respectable. Quarter 104. So on the basis of that, you could sort of see why Quarter is, is the price that he is, but it, you would be brave backing Quarter at this price. If you want to back Quarter, I'd suggest perhaps in play, you'll probably get a bigger price than that. I think Serendolo, you know, he's, he's either up for it or he isn't Serendolo. He's not been up for it a lot in recent months, but when he is up for it, and he had to battle against McDonald in the previous round. Um, if I was forced into a bet on this one, it's not very appealing, to be honest, but I would I would probably take Serendolo. Yeah, I think is a big price, plus 170. Sebastian Corder, I always like to fade someone who had such a big win. And a win over Medvedev, given the sort of uh, bad form that Corder's been in in the last sort of, in, in the late summer. Then I think that Serendula here offers some value. I think, and I think the court conditions will suit Serendula. So plus one seventy looks a decent price there. Uh, let's move on to a, a match that we've got a big interest in already. It's our thirty-three to one tournament pick, Herbert Herkash. He's up against Zhizhen Zhang. Uh, Zhang is in some great form. He won the Asian Games, uh, won the final in convincing style. He's kept that form going in Shanghai. He's beat Gasquet. He's beat Echeverri. He's beat Nakashima. So he's in good form. He's up to sixty in the world, and they put this match on last. Um, which I'm not quite sure will help our pick here, Herkash. Herkash has uh, a winning record against Zhang here in this tournament in 2019. He won 7 6 6 4. 
But I think the the China, Chinese Chinese players going to have a huge amount of support, and the fact that they put him on late really doesn't help our chances. I'm a little bit worried about this match, Sean, and I, I bet her cast here, and I think the draw we've been given and the reasoning for the bet is is fantastic. But this match here, I'm a little bit concerned. Uh, he's a minus two fifty favorite, plus two dollars. Zhang uh, spread is two and a half. Zhang receiving two and a half is plus one eighteen, and the total is no surprise if her cash match is very high. It's twenty three and a half here. 35 different markets available other than those three main markets with bet rivers head over across to the website. But um, for someone like me who's a little bit nervous. You're worried, aren't you? I can, I, I can... Yeah, I, know, I'm, I don't usually get a little bit worried, but I am a little bit worried about this match. I think if it was an early game, I'd be more confident. The fact that he's playing a Chinese player in China uh, does worry me. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned by that. But I'm not only I will be worried, the subscribers of the channel and anyone who's got Herkish tickets will be worried as well. So, are we right to be worried or, or are we okay? What, what, what's, what's your what's your way of thinking of how this match is going to go? Well, he could have had a last 16 match against Holger Rune where he probably wouldn't have been favourites. So I wouldn't have worried about would, that. He's would, injured. You, would you rather have that or this? I mean, it, it's it's a difficult one. I mean, for me, Herkash, I'm not that bothered about the conditions. That doesn't worry me really because Herkash is more than capable on slow hard. He's won. Um, even Miami, didn't he? In, in in when it before it was quick, uh, Delray Beach, you know these are these aren't quick, hardcore conditions. I, I'm not. I, I this is what I like to hear. This is what I like to hear. I like. I don't confidence. think her. I don't I think her cash is. This is what we want. Well, I'm just saying how I see it. I mean, her cash for me is. I don't. I don't think he wants it lightning quick. His movement isn't that great. I think on a slightly slower hardcore, um, it, it's better. I mean, it doesn't want it. Doesn't want it desperately slow like Indian Wells, but a kind of medium-ish paced hardcore. That's that's not a problem for me. Um, you're looking at Zhang. I mean, he hadn't won a single match in Shanghai before he came here. Um, nil and six, and he hadn't even won a set actually. He was zero twelve in sets. This is all good news. This is what we want to hear. Keep, keep however, oh, no, however, yeah. oh no, gone, <laughs> gone. He was world number one hundred and seventy-eight last time he played here in two thousand nineteen. You know, he's obviously a much better player now. If he beats her cash, which obviously we hope he he doesn't, he'll be top fifty. I would think, when by the time the rankings come out next week. So certainly, obviously, massive motivation for him. I think he's going to get nervous, though. He's, he's, he is a nervy sort. I could certainly see him struggling if, if he does come to have a chance to win in this match. Um, if you look at the stats, that they're, they're very similar to the ones I just mentioned. Identical, actually, with with Corder and, and Serendola. The, the service points, one return points, one tells. Herkash, 104. Zhang, 101. So it's a similar level of Dominance, if you want to call it that. Um, Herkash, 64% win rate on outdoor hard this season. Zhang, 55%. So, I mean, the odds are sort of a, about right, if a little short on on Herkash. I mean, Zhang's shown what he can do against top 20 opponents recently. He's, he's played seven matches against the top 20 at main level. He's won three, lost four. Beat Kasper Rude at the US Open, beat Taylor Fritz and Cam Norrie in Madrid. So, on his day... He can certainly be a, a tough obstacle for, for Herkash. Um, we know the Herkash return game needs work. Uh, we know he holds a lot. He's held 90% of the time away from clay this season, Herkash, and only broken 15% of the time. So it always leads me, when when Herkash is playing against an opponent who does have power and can hold his own service games you know, reasonably comfortably, um, I think it would be a test. I, I do like over 12 and a half games here in set one. Plus two forty-five. I've taken this actually with with Bet Rivers. I think that's that's the play here. I think Urkash will probably just about have enough, but I think it'll be I think it'll be tight. 
Yeah, first set tie break, uh, plus 245 currently with Bet Rivers website. Head across there now. Um, that's that's made me feel so much better. I was I was worried about this when I was thinking, oh, you know, I think this is a tricky little match. If he gets past this, I'm guaranteeing I think it's, he's gonna win, but I know, I but you, you, you give some great arguments and you give me some confidence. I I you John, when you give me comp when you talk confidently about a pick, I'm more happy. Sometimes you sort of you're you're a little bit sort of level-headed more than me i'm always gone ho yeah he's gonna win he's gonna lose you're much more you know you, you're you're very stable in your picks you were very confident there in your analysis in this match so that gives me huge confidence so i'm going in again don't be a moron stick more on and uh, we'll, we'll have the conversation <laughs> well i did not i did not say put more <laughs> on at this stage anyway that nah, well this you you put me at ease i thought it's a tricky little match uh it will player. be yeah but now i now 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 we've, we've heard it and i was worried about the, the the conditions and I was worried about the, the scheduling and obviously this match is a, a late game so this yeah. match will kick off uh, kick off start uh, at around about 7.50am uh, Eastern Time on Tuesday morning the final match we're going to talk about is probably the most interesting one on the day and this one is really it's quite a fascinating match actually Yannick Sinner obviously in brilliant form uh, to me I still think Sinner's the only player I, I think can match Alcraz in the next few years I think he's got every shot I'm a huge Sinner fan um, so pleased to see him winning in Beijing. Finally, get a big win over Medvedev. Uh, beat Alcaraz, beat Medvedev. How much will that give his confidence? I think it's got to give him a huge amount of confidence. He's up against Shanghai. He's up against Ben Shelton, and obviously Ben Shelton, heroics from the U.S. Open and the American now sweetheart on the tennis scene. Yannick Sinner's minus four dollars. Ben Shelton was three dollars. Uh, uh, the handicap is three and a half. Uh, Shelton plus three and a half plus one hundred four. And the total is twenty two and a half. There is this kind of concern that uh, obviously Sinner's played a lot of tennis after winning in uh, in Beijing, coming over to Shanghai. But he did get that buy in the first round, and he's looked good against Giron. Didn't play very well at all though against Sebastian Baez, as must be uh, said. And Shelton just gone about his business as he does. Court speed here is is crucial for this match for Shelton's chances, but. Uh, Sinner, um, you know I'm a big fan of Sinner. I, I, I think he's my favourite player, tennis player to watch when he's on his game. But the problem is he has too many games when he's not on his game, um, like he did in the last round. What do you think about this one? I wouldn't be betting Sinner here at this, at this price. I, I just, I'm still holding fairly serious doubts about him physically. I still don't think, you know, he's capable of beating Alcaraz over shorter distances. Um, over the best of five, over a two-week major, I, not so sure about that. Um, here in this particular tournament that we're interested in, he's you know he's played 14 sets in the last 10 days, and he pulled out the doubles, citing fatigue. His his body for me is still still got some way to go to be up there with with the best. Um, it's Ben Shelton's birthday today, by the way, 21 years of age. Today, I know he ben watches Shelton. Happy Happy 21st, Ben. I know he yeah. watches it quite regularly. He does. Uh, he does. Yeah. He's a big um, fan. He, I mean, he might just be too strong physically, Shelton, in this match. You know, he's he's on a roll at the moment, as you said. I think this this match would be a good barometer of of where Shelton is at at the minute. Um, Sinner against big servers, inconclusive. He's he's played a tie-break in five of eight matches. He's played against Berrettini, Cressy, Isner, Kyrgios, and Opelka. So I remember in earlier in his career, particularly, I'd be had problems with John Isner. Um, so the jury's out, as far as I'm concerned with him against the big servers. He's lost to a few uh, aggressive left-handers as well in his time. Huesler's beaten him. Draper's beaten him. Shapovalov's beaten him. Humbert has as well. So, you know, that there, there are reasons to be optimistic if you're a Ben Shelton fan or backer. 
And what's impressive about Shelton actually is is he has backed up that US Open um, run to the semifinals. I was questioning whether he could do that. I said, you know, let's wait and see if he can. And at the minute he has, he, to come from behind against Safflin as well, who was hitting the ball absolutely beautifully, Safflin, in the first few rounds. Shelton's come from behind to beat him. Um, Shelton against top 10 opponents on hard, his record. I took a look at that. He's won at least a set four times in seven matches, and he's played a tie-break in five of those seven matches. So he's certainly been competitive. What what would worry me here is the fact that it's scheduled at 6.30 local time. Um, well, it's obviously going to be slower. It's on that slow slower stadium court. Um, those are kind of negatives as well. But I mean, Sinner started slowly all week. Should have lost the opening set to Giron. I don't know how Giron managed to lose that set, actually, but he somehow managed to to find a way to lose it. Also lost the first set to Baez. This is kind of indicative to me, the fact that Sinner is a bit tired and it's taken him a while to to kind of get himself going. Um, difficult one. I, I would perhaps take Shelton. I'd probably take a little bit of interest on Shelton to win the opening set. 3.2 plus 220 chance that is with Bet Rivers. That's my kind of way of thinking on this. It's just a lean at the minute. It's going to be a difficult match for sure for Yannick Sinner. who's played an awful lot of tennis. Ben Shelton. Full of confidence, the young American, 21st birthday today. Happy 21st birthday to Men's Shelton. He's going to come here. And I think I think he's worth a little bit on the money line, plus $3. I think it could be a good Wouldn't time be to play Sinner. Yeah. I no, think we've it's... seen Sinner before. Sorry, Matt. But we've, seen, we've seen Sinner yeah. before come from wins um, in big tournaments and then lose in the first round. We've, we saw it at Leibich earlier this season. We saw it Duckworth a couple of years ago after he won Washington. It, oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it would have happened again if Gearon had taken that first set. You know, there would have been that would have been interesting. So, I'm just concerned about Sinner's physicality at the minute. Yeah, his his, his performance last time out was shocking as well against Sebastian Mays. He didn't play at all well. He, he went on Twitter and he even said that himself. I think Shelton 21st, yeah, he's going to come. Out. He's going to have a go. I think. Enjoy it. What's he got big, to lose? Big, yeah, he's going to. I think plus three dollars is a big price. So, we're leaning towards Shelton in this match against Yannick Sinner. We think at minus four dollars is no value whatsoever in him. Uh, so we've only got one official play. Is that correct, Sean? One official one? Yeah, I'm being a bit circumspect now that the the conditions have, for me, gone in the favour of the higher ranked players. You know, the slower it is, you know, the more favourites do tend to win, or, or generally speaking. And I, I, if I'm backing a, an outsider, and I know that guy performs well on quick courts, the first week, great, but now. It's going a bit bit too slow for me, so I'm not. I'm going to be a little bit more circumspect in my bets here. And what is our official pick? What's the one pick? Give us a recap. The one I'm taking. I'm still taking the uh, tie breaks. I just think her cash against anyone with power is is highly likely to play a tie break or two. So I've taken over twelve and a half games in set one of his match against Zhang at plus two forty five at Bet Rivers. And we're in good shape on the outright market. Herbert Hercash, our 33 to 1 pick to win it this week in Shanghai, through to the last 16, currently minus 250 to make it through to the quarterfinals in what is relatively an easy section as well, or easy ish section. Not, nothing's easy in the 80 to 1000 event, but it's it's an easy section for us. And we've also got Umber. Uh, hopefully, he can get past an outsourced Stefanat Sitsipas and make it two of our picks at big, big prices through to the last 16. Remember, there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can subscribe to this podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can follow us now or subscribe onto our YouTube channel, which is Betting Weekly Studios. There is some amazing content, and I keep saying this all the time, but the international break is on now, so we've got the internationals being looked at by our team of handicappers. We've got the Cricket World Cup, two of the best 
brains, uh, betting brains on cricket. There is uh, giving you coverage on that. Might not be a sport you like, but it uh, doesn't matter what sport you like as long as you can cash tickets and get money out of it. And uh, the cricket boys are doing very well there. And obviously myself and Sean will be back later on in the week. I think we're going to be back on Thursday and Friday. Uh, um, Wednesday, wasn't it? Wednesday, is it Wednesday? I, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the email. <laughs> Wednesday, is it Wednesday, Friday or Wednesday, Thursday? I believe it's Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday, Friday. Uh, that could change. <laughs> well, it could change, it but could I, change. that's what I understand at the minute. Well, we're looking at Wednesday, th- uh, Friday this week to go through the tournament here and look at the events. The tour, the tour returns back to Europe next week, and Sean, you'll be on your travels again, won't you? Yeah, I'll be in Antwerp. Um, I'll be there late on Monday night, so I'll be watching, I'll be at the tennis on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday in Antwerp. Good, um, good card there. Any, any players? I haven't seen the the entries to be honest. I've not looked at it yet. It's not normally attracts a decent field. Yeah, it's a, obviously a new city for me as well. I so, yeah, have, have I got the end? Have I, I saw. I see. I think there's. I think there's players there. I think it's a good. I think it's a good tournament. I saw yesterday, well, but um, I can't. I can't find it now. But I, I looked yesterday and I saw it. And it was. It was. It was a good tournament. I think cinema. No, I can't remember. Anyway, you got some good players there. Uh, it's that's it from myself and Sean. Just the one pick for us. Hopefully, Hercast can get through. We want him to get through in a close tie rack in set one and then do the business in set two. Get it done. I'm a little bit nervy. Sean's calmed it down. So if you have got a ticket for her cast, we're, we're okay. We're not going to, so we'll just keep calm and we'll be cashing that ticket at the end of the week. Uh, take care, everyone. All the very best. And we'll speak to you a bit later on.